Hey, everybody. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. Welcome to the chat. So happy to have you with us today. I'm glad to have with me again my longtime friend and Christian sister, Pamela Walton Raider. Uh, I guess last week we had such a good time, we decided to, to do another show, right, Pamela? <laughs> yes, we did. She is. Many of you know Pamela or know of her, a speaker, writer, evangelist. Uh, she has done so many things. God has used her in, in jail ministries. Uh, she's also uh, has a great passion to see ex- people accept the abundant life that Christ has to offer. And I'm very, very glad to call her and call you, Pamela, my good friend. Although we haven't really communicated much in the last few years. It's good, to, right. good to have this reunion, isn't it? Good <laughs> well, I was this... kind of away. Yeah. You know, I was going back and forth to the <laughs> but Northeast. I know where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I am. And married to a good friend of mine, Alan. Yeah. How's Alan doing? Oh, he's wonderful. He, he's a good, he's, he's French really charming. Good, he really offers a good, <laughs> God, does a good get, job. Just I'm amazed <laughs> by his discipline, his structure. You know, I mean, I, I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know him better. I'd say he was a geologist or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yes. Uh, thank you for taking time to visit with us again. We could go in so many directions here, but you have authored at this point in time in your life three books. Talk in general terms, and this is not something that you had in your heart as as an as a child or even as an adult to do. This is something that you plan to do, but God placed that desire in your heart. Well, he that. he yeah. he called me to do it for yeah. some reason. T- just tell tell us about your books in general. We'll walk into more specifically what they deal with. Well, he started me out with um, newspapers, and yeah, he right. he opened the door for me to have a job with media. And uh, initially, it was skills. one to three newspapers locally, and then um i um uh, i told the lord i said this isn't paying really well <laughs> and i'm covering murders and mayhem and accidents and terrible stuff and i said i'd really like to write and the subject matter is not really yeah fun. i said i would really really like to write uplifting stories and so uh about a day or two later some woman on the health council i barely knew called and said pamela you know yeah. <laughs> um I met this man who's doing magazines locally and well in middle Tennessee and stuff. And he's in need of a writer and you came to my mind. (laughs) And so, um, and she said, give him a call. And I gave him a call and it was Dean Hudson. Dean. Uh, Yeah. uh, You know, published uh, celebrations magazine and four others and other periodicals and things like that. And, I was sitting across the desk from him. I had not said a word other than, you know, I gave him a sample of my writing. Did you know him at all at the time? No, I had never met him. And I had a sample of my writing uh, covering the an ouster, you know, in Jackson County. And uh, anyway, so he was sitting there and he kind of shoved his seat back and placed both of his hands on the desk and said, Pamela, we only publish uplifting articles. <laughs> and I'm like, yay, thank why, you, Lord. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. Oh, it was wonderful. So um, in the first book, I have a culmination or a compilation of, you know, just stories from my life as well as stories I wrote for um, Our Journey, which was a Christian magazine. And you know, things like that and just testimonies of my life. And, and it's called Life Lessons. It's called Life Lessons Book One. Okay. And it has sections of um, my life uh, halfway through that um, just talking about the things that have happened and miracles. Uh, that's one of the topics, Miracles Part One and Part Two. And then um, 
Life Lessons Book 2, it's titled, the, the secondary title is Lessons from the Field, because it's all about evangelism, and it caters particularly to Christians. And just telling the stories of God's great love and how he would guide me to go to this person, what happened as a result. Uh, we talked the last time about, you know, something similar. And um, then in Life Lessons Book 3, uh, oh, <laughs> These were the painful lessons that I learned, you know, um, coming out of a works-based religion and understanding the revelation of the grace of God, Um, you know, learning to heed the Lord when he told me to do something. It's crucial. I think in the past uh, we had talked about this one time the Lord had tried to get me. He told me to go visit a man at a business one time and. Um, you know, I was, I was just, you know, not real confident about it because he was pretty renowned and, and, uh, it could have affected my, uh, job and all that carnal stuff came in. You have to get dispensed with the carnal reasoning. Um, in the, in the word, it says in Romans that the carnal mind is the enemy of God. It's an enmity with God. And so if you're going to continue to continually live in the carnal realm, you're not going to see the miraculous or have, live the divine life. Yeah. Because it it'll tell you not to. <laughs> you yeah. know, that mind's going to be just on that low plane. Yeah. And it, so it's on a constant state of being renewed. So I didn't heed the voice of the Lord and I and I did ask him. I said, "Well, what would I say? What what would I do? Why why would you have me go there?" He said, "Tell him your testimony." And I thought, it's Friday afternoon at 3.30 in the afternoon. Why? You know, I, I just don't know about this, you know. And I turned around and I went the other way. I went back home. And um, <clears throat> he, he committed suicide that night. Really? And so it's so important to hear from God and not only hear from God, but to heed whatever it is that he's telling you. If he's telling you to take this job or go here or don't move or do move or whatever, we need to hear from him. Uh, Embrace it. And then the more you hear his voice, the more you recognize his voice. Because you hear from three different people. Three different entities. You hear from the flesh, which says, I want it, I need it, I got to have it, baby. The nature of the flesh never changes. Then you hear from the enemy, who is all about stealing, killing, and destroying. He's the one, he's the author of depression, defeat, discouragement, despair, all that. That never comes from God. Never. (laughs) He's the author of life and life more abundantly. He's not giving us a spirit of No. So if it has to do with life and life more abundantly, you know it's from the Lord. If it has, you know, godly direction. You know, so it's pretty easy to tell, you know, which one it is when you go by that. Because Isaiah says that, you know, he there he gives us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. It's something that is a spiritual battle. Um, you know, and he, you know, God knows that praise works wonders, you know. Wow. Pamela, that is so, so well put. And I want to come back and spend just a little bit more time in our next segment on, I, I love the way you say, God told me. And you're so <laughs> confident in that because there's people listening right now that may have something inside them in their mind, in their heart. And they're saying, God, is that you or is that me? God is, mm-hmm. And I know you must have been there at one time in your life, mm-hmm. and maybe you still get there again. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But with so much more to talk about, uh, about your books, about what they contain, about how they can help people. But beyond that, how folks can get a copy of them. We need to talk <laughs> about that, too. 
Pamela Walton, Raider, is my guest today. We're back with more with the chat in just a moment. We're back on the chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with my guest, Pamela Walton, Raider. And Pamela, welcome back again. This is so much fun. Thank you. It is. Good to see you again. I feel the anointing. Yeah, (laughs) it's really good. I mean, we could could do a lot of, we could talk a long time. We're talking about your three three books, Life Lessons, and uh, and, uh, and that's not something, I, I, I can go so many directions here. First of all, you started out with publications that we're about news stories and murders and thieves and all that. But, you know, I had a pastor one time, Pamela, that said to me, he used this term I'd never heard before, but it's come to mean so much to, to me, unconscious preparation. While you were writing those stories that with gloom, despair, and agony, you know, all those kind of things that you're saying, I'm not enjoying this, but, but you were developing writing skills, mm-hmm. and it was getting you ready for what you're, for, for ultimately writing for the magazine we talked about a little while ago, and writing those books. I, mm-hmm. I believe you're being unconsciously prepared. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> yes, but actually, I had written something yeah. that, I had written a couple of things, just knocked them out, feeling, let yeah. a, the Lord before this. And one was, um, again, it's like it's oftentimes money based yeah, <laughs> finances. Yeah. My, um, <clears throat> I was married and my husband had passed away and they, if you're a joint account, they lock it up, you know, freeze it initially to see, you know, if you owe people or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, I need cash. You know, I need money. <laughs> and the Lord told me to, um, send one of these stories that I had that, in me about something that had happened in you know which was miraculous to guidepost magazine i sent it in and a few days later there was a contract in a hundred dollars <laughs> you know and it was just a little blurb you know yeah. uh under his mysterious ways or this thing called prayer and so it, it was pretty cool that you know he did that and then um, I had a dream, yeah, and it was about Boston University School of Theology, which I didn't know existed. And so <laughs> I sent an essay. They they needed uh, essays to pour in from from their students and all over um, about evangelism. And so God literally gave me an essay on evangelism in the 21st century. How can we do it? No kidding. And so I sent it to Boston University. I wasn't eligible for the award, you know, because they were had uh, like a twenty five thousand dollar, and you know, I hadn't even had yeah. my undergraduate degree yet, you know, yeah. and and so it was for the master's degree program and all this other stuff. But I said I'm sending this as a gift because I was led of God to do it, and I told you know in the letter that. And um, the dean of admissions wrote back and and thanked me, you know, for that essay. So you'd written that. It's included in one of my books. I I think it's included in uh, book two, uh, which is about evangelism. And so... Well, and so you were, and then you you moved from that to, to uh, that, that led you ultimately to write the three books that we're talking mm-hmm. about, right? And, uh, you know, they're they're folk, and and how can folks get copies of these books? Life lessons that we've talked about. Well, they can call the number that I can give you. If you don't, if you want, uh, like to, it'd be great. Nine three one three one zero seven zero four two, or they can order them off Amazon. Right. But I can uh, sell books myself, and I can sign them if they wish or whatever. That's and it, and if they is it, it did they name the books if they got the, your name or the book, name of the book? It's under Pamela Walton. Okay. Um, but it's Life Lessons Book One, 
um, Life Lessons Book 2, Lessons from the Field, and Life Lessons Book 3, Pearls of Great Prize. Yeah. Because they came at a hard <laughs> a hard lesson before I knew better. Uh, I think the revelation of the grace of God has just propelled me into such an incredible relationship with God. I mean, I loved him before and was close to him, but I just couldn't get past that works-based mentality, yeah. largely because I was taught it in church. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Now, this is from your third book, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Life Lessons, uh, Pearls of Great Wisdom. Uh, Pearls of Great Prize. Price, great price okay now because in in our culture today in the body of christ today as a hospice chaplain you know i have a lot of conversations with people and Mm -hmm. when we have uh, you know when we walk behind the door if it's someone's home if it's a nursing home if it's assisted living somebody behind that door has been told that a doctor has signed a piece of paper that says uh, mm-hmm. You know, I can say that uh, based on this disease, uh, that if it carries out its natural time frame, you've got six months or less to live. And it's mm-hmm. an honor to walk into those situations right. and help those people. Mm-hmm. But there's so many questions, you know, when we when we enter that. And I don't try to take people where they don't want to go. I try right. to meet them where they are. Yeah. I try to let the Holy Spirit lead me in that discussion. But there's, you know, when I when we talk about personal relationship with Jesus Christ, they say, are you a Christian? Well, I'm trying to be. I do yeah. this. I do this. Yeah. I'm trying. And usually the answer that you get, even in the heart of the Bible Belt, which right. is where we are, right. is what I call a works-based answer, mm-hmm. because that's what we cut our teeth on. Talk about that and how it how it flies in the face of grace and, and the Christ performance answer. Well, I think I've mentioned before that I came from, my father was career military. So everything, you know, from going to school and having it performance-based to, you know, the military and its performance-based. Based, you know, promotion or demotion based on behavior and performance. And you have to get out of that because the, the nearly too good to be true news is that Jesus did it all. Yeah. And he did it all for unwarranted people. <laughs> you know, we had it, it and he wanted to do this. He willingly did this for us, and he just wants relationship. You know, he can snap his fingers and have anything happen. He's God. You know, God is God, but he wants relationship. You know, it's kind of, uh, it it reminds me of that scripture where they said, you know, haven't we done this in your name and that in your name and many mighty miracles and done this and done that? And he said, depart from me. Uh, I never knew you because he wants relationship, not about the doing. Well, didn't we do this and didn't we do that? But you didn't have relationship with me, you know, and it uh, what the grace and understanding of the love of God does is it takes your have to mentality i have to do this i have to do that i have to pray i have to get in the closet i have to you know study i have to pray that i have to do to your want to you can't keep the person who has intimate relationship with god from doing those things just simply as a byproduct of the relationship because of who they are yeah you want to commune with god all day long pray without ceasing talk to him have dialogue and hear what he has to say and you tell him what you have to say and you know it's just a wonderful wonderful he never leaves us um you can't expect from a human being what only god can give oh that's good you know, you, you can't. 
So um, he's always there, and he he wants to provide. Wow. (laughs) Well said. That is so well said. When we come back in the the next segment, I want to talk about your book, second book that has to do with evangelism. Okay. Because I know you've got a passion for that. That's (laughs) fine. Pamela Walton Rader is my guest today. We're so happy that you're with us. Stay tuned for more of the chat. We're back on the chat. Pamela Walton Rader is my guest today. She's the author of three books. That's what we're talking about, Life Lessons. Uh, Pamela, give your number again to where they can get these books, and if folks are interested, uh, Amazon or your personal phone number. 931-310-7042. Or at Amazon, under yeah. Pamela Walton, mm-hmm. right? Your second book pertains to evangelism. Uh, and and talk about that if you were with just a minute. Well, on the back cover, it, it says we don't love people because they are perfect. We love people because God made them. Every person has been fashioned in the image of God and should be treated as such. Jesus has called all Christians as evangelists, making us ministers of reconciliation, reconciling people with God. And when you have, when you love God and you're in relationship with Him, He wants you to go out. Like I, I shared before in, you know, the other week that we talked yeah. about how my pastor calls us chauffeurs. Yeah. And how Jesus lives inside of us and He just wants to live through us. And so we heed Him and we go where He wants us to go and we give the message that you know, he wants us to give to them. And I've never seen the unconditional love of God not work (laughs) or be effective (laughs) in someone's life because all they've gotten is conditional stuff. Well, you can't be doing that, you know, and God's mad at you. God is not mad at you. He wants relationship, (laughs) you know, so when he sends us to somebody, he wants us to give them a good word. He wants us to tell them that, that God loves them. And, you know, you're not hiding anything from him. He's he's seen everything, you know. So and you know what? And he's not. He surprised. loves us anyway. It's hard <laughs> to believe. He's not surprised in anything we've ever done. Right, and right. I read somewhere recently that nothing ever occurred to God. Yeah, he, he already knew it. <laughs> he already you know, knew he, it. Well, I never saw that. Boy, I, Dwight, I didn't see that coming. Now I didn't know you were going to. Do that. No, no, he's not mad at us. He's, he's not, not mad disappointed at us. in us, and nothing we ever did good or bad. And he's not testing us to see what we're going to do. No, he's he known the end that. from the beginning. Yeah. He's known every dumb thing we were ever going to do and he loves us despite it and so uh, what he wants to do is come in and transform that he's he's like the most wonderful parent you know the wonderful father and the only thing that grieves you about someone making wrong choices that is that it's going to harm you yeah that's the only thing it's not like i can't believe you're like that you're just a low-life dog and all that he doesn't ever think that he just doesn't want you hurt it's the same reason you wouldn't hand the car keys to an eight-year-old and say have at it you know (laughs) because you don't want them to be harmed you know and so he's the same way with us he he just wants to lead us and to guide us to give us abundant life um, he's he's known everything from the beginning. You're you're not going to hide it from him. And he loves us anyway. So nobody needs to think I'm I'm too far gone. There yeah. is no one too far gone to come to him. Wow, that is so good. And you know, we we talked about something. I think this was off air um, about you know about identifying who we are in Christ. 
mm-hmm. what we have as a result of that identity and what we can do as a result of being in that. And, you know, there's still, and, and we talked about things that get in the body of Christ. And how many times do you still hear it from time to time? Well, you know, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. That, well, yeah. you know, <laughs> you were an old sinner. You got saved by grace. But now you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We have to we have to establish our identity in his performance. Talk a little bit about that. One of the stories that I wrote for book three is titled Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, that saved a wretch like I was. <laughs> I love that. I was. I'm not that wretch. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I I became a new creation when I received Jesus Christ. So I don't identify as a sinner, and I'm not supposed to be. Um, Even Paul the Apostle said, I was the chief. I, I was chief of this. And, you know, back then. But we are born again. So that old man died never to be resurrected. Period. That's gone. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. So now in the new covenant, this is another area uh, that that needs addressed, is that we are not under the old covenant, keeping the law. Uh, Galatians chapter 3 discusses this at length. Um, you know, having begun in the spirit, are you going back to that? Yeah, going it's like back going to back to Egypt. Why would you want to go back to Egypt? You don't want to. You want to move into the new covenant, a love covenant. Um, it's about life. It, it goes from the old one where you're praying and for, for God to smite your enemies and tear them down <laughs> and you know, swallow them up and stuff like that to Jesus saying, love your enemies. Pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. And so by doing that, when you pray for them and, and you want them to be, genuinely be saved, because it changes you when you yeah. pray, uh, you you begin to see things in, spiritually in their lives. Uh, you know, Joyce Meyer has a saying, I like hurt, pay, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. So you have an understanding that they would not be like this if they had Jesus or had been having, you know, continual relationship with him. They would not be doing those things. And so anyway, uh, you, you know, know the, we are now saints of God. Yeah. Paul wrote Who's to the church saying, at this, yeah. to the saints here, to the saints there. They're not dead people. They're alive and ki- we're and alive and kicking. by grace. Right. They're saints who yeah. sometimes sin, right. but they're still saints. Yeah, they're saints. I love you. You touch on that, Pamela. The, you know, the Hebrew says, it is a better covenant mm-hmm. based on better promises. promises. Amen. Better covenant based Amen. on better promises. Yes. And those those are about God's love for us and the performance of Jesus Christ and right. us accepting it personally in their lives. Right. And that's what it takes. You just need to receive that. I mean, it was his. It wasn't his will that Hitler perished. No. He wanted all men. That's in the word. He wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge mm-hmm. of the truth. Right. Wow. And you do such a great job of communicating that. <laughs> One more time, Pamela is my guest today. You have three books, Life Lessons, all three of them, and they'll be a blessing to you. Talk about how they can get them. I want folks to know one more time about how to reach out and get, this, get, get the work that God has given you. They can contact me by text or phone call, 931-310-7042, or they can get them on Amazon. But if they get them locally, I can sign them. <laughs> okay, great. Personalize them. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. 
I, it is a delight to get to spend time with you again, and just you—you you have this Holy Spirit glow about you. You always have, oh, and uh, it's good to see you. It's Tell Alan, your here. husband, I said hello. I will. I haven't seen him lately. You see him on a regular basis. I don't see how much you, you're keeping him. Locked I keep up. him occupied. <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen him much lately. Are uh, you? God bless you for. And we could talk about you. jail ministry and so yeah. many other things. And uh, come back sometime at a later date, and let's pick it up right where we left off. Okay. I absolutely will. Thank yeah. you so much. Pamela Walton Raider has been my guest today, and we're so happy that you could have joined us too. Join us next time for The Chat.